You are now listening to Roll Nine and Three Quarters. Okay, welcome back to chapter three. Woo! Hello. <laughs> John um, has a flute. Everybody watch out. My wand flute is in my possession. Who wants to do the recap of the last episode? John did it That's last right. time. So yeah. Bree or Melissa, do you guys want would you guys want to do it? Bree should do it. Last time we got to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. We took a little a little boat ride. <gasps> Just like the first years do to Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. And we found out that we were sorted into a fifth house Mm -hmm. called Fifth Edition. Mm -hmm. It's all our common room. Yes. We found out that Amelia was afraid of ghosts. Mm -hmm. We, as players, found out that as well. So that's great. I love when you discover stuff in it like that. Yeah, that's cool. That was the first one of those. Yeah. You guys, what else happened? Uh, uh, we fought well, Weevilton. Ha- ha- yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Fought Weevilton, and uh, we messed with Gary. Ah, Gary. Yes. Gary. We Gary. made a new friend. Our friend Gary. So oh, what was good. her name? I already forgot. Harriet. 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 Oh. Uh, what else? That's pretty much it. Like you get well, yeah. the only different. The only thing is like you guys met a couple of teachers or well, the headmaster. Yep. Um, and she was from a school in California mm-hmm. and then you met the transfiguration teacher. Um, Ooh, what was her name again? You There's guys. Streep? No, that was the head. That's, headmaster. that's the headmaster. Yeah. Um, Oh, professor Walters is the, oh, right. is the transfiguration teacher. The fake McGonagall, the non non McGonagall, non canonical McGonagall. Non canonical McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I think Perfect. that's just a regular one now, right? I mean, yeah, I like yeah. that now. Non-canonical, monogonical. Um, and then, yeah, and you guys went to your common room. I did a doodle of the common room that I showed you guys. That um, once the that was kid, so cool. Uh, we'll, we could, like maybe post that somewhere. It's not a very yeah, good drawing. Let's put it but, on Instagram. But yeah, I want it oh, after the other episodes out there. I want yeah, to yeah, imagine yeah. themselves first. Um. Yeah, so let's get going. We are in the common room. Cool. Next um, morning? Yeah, it, it, let me paint the picture for you guys. It cool. is uh, early morning. Uh, you guys here, it is early morning. You guys are woken up by just the general clamor and clouder of like the common room being it's so open, the noise carries up. As you guys kind of open your eyes, you see the enchan- through the enchanted ceiling, a bright, clear blue sky. Um, uh, but you do hear some <clears throat> some muffled little like whimpers and like, <laughs> and um, then you hear, there, there, it's going to be all good, all good. It's OK, Harriet. It's OK. Oh, Harriet. Um, uh, so uh, so she's crying on her bed. And uh, and Gallagher kind of has his arm around her shoulder, just saying, "It's okay, it's okay." As you guys, because like you guys are on the same floor as Harriet, as like as your guys' bed spiral up to the top, 
So you guys are just kind of like, she's across. You know how the common room has the opening in the middle that you can look all the way down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of like across the way from you guys, but that's not that far. Like, there's just pretty much like an opening in the middle you guys can walk around to and see her. Okay. We, I'm with you. So what's going on with, with Harriet? I mean, should we, I'm going to walk over there and figure out what's up. Okay. So, um, Carl, you're going to get out of bed and walk over to see Harriet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Carl, Carl gets up, rubs his eyes, you know, does his little Carl stretch and then he's all like <laughs> walks towards, uh, Harriet and he's like, you know, what's going on, Harriet? Um, what's, what's wrong? <laughs> I had a nightmare. Oh, oh geez. Well, that, that's that's all right. I mean, you know, it's just a dream. It's it's everything is going to be cool here, Harriet. We're going to have a good day. It's our, our first day of class. That's awesome. She kind of she kind of stops smiling and perks up. Gallagher realizes, like, oh wow, she's kind of perking up around her friends. And so he kind of stands up and he's all like, okay, okay, Harriet, I'm going to go downstairs and make all these kids get ready for breakfast. Um, if you need anything, just please give me a holler. I'll just be down there. And then he kind of gives Carl a nice little pat on the back. And he's like, thanks for chatting with her. And he kind of walks off. Uh, no problem, Gary. We we can take it from here, man. <laughs> he's gone. He didn't hear you. He didn't say that. <laughs> um, at this point, um, I think Amelia's morning routine is a little, she's not a big morning person and she's sort of got her stuff together yeah. and is sort of looking over to what's happening here and sort of catches the end and catches up with, with Carl and Harriet and says, Hey, what's, what's, what's going on? Um, then what is Dolly doing as you, as they're catching up? Uh, Dolly gets up and lets Carrot out of his cage mm-hmm. and, uh, picks, picks Carrot up and walks over to the gang Harriet uh, lights up when she sees Carrot. <laughs> and she kind of was like, oh! He's like, good morning, Carrot! At least she's not British. Um, <laughs> as Harriet is holding chicken now, all excited. Carrot, uh, his name's Carrot. Did I say what I say? Chicken? Yeah. I keep saying chicken. Even when my notes, I write down I do chicken. I do it too. And I do then it I too. go back and put Carrot in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As she's now petting carrot and holding it like a little baby um she looks over to uh to Amelia and goes oh what huh? i'm from new york dolly's from tennessee carl's from ohio where are you from oh i'm from washington like the state oh yeah uh, pacific northwest oh pacific i mean the pacific northwest I need to get used to doing these voices and keep these characters. Uh, is right. there an accent to the Pacific Northwest? I don't know. Anyway, no, I mean, I don't uh, think so. I don't think so. Uh, cool. Uh, w- that's a long way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Um, uh, I'm getting really hungry. And she she puts uh, carrot down and then walks over. And then she's like, oh, I remembered something last night. And she runs over to her cupboard. And she pulls out this old book and she asks, uh, she, she kind of sits down and she reads, she goes through her papers and reads it real quick and then runs over to Dolly and she's like, can I give you a surprise for chicken? I mean, to carrot. Dolly says, yeah, of course. Okay. Come here. Um, I'm going to need all you guys to um, hold my hand while I do this. 
Mm. Yeah, uh, sure. sure. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you, you guys all go. She goes over by the chick, her the, by, by carrots chicken coop, and she stands. Mm. She stands on one side of it, and she extends her hands, and she hold. She so you guys all hold hands in a circle, and so you're all you're right. you're around. So your the chicken coop is like in the circle. She starts to uh, she she starts whispering some. She, her face like scrunches up really tight, and she starts like whispering like. And all of a sudden, um, this little purple flame appears in the middle of the coop. Oh! And then it catches the coop on fire. <laughs> and then it, the, and then the coop burns, but nothing—it's not consuming anything. It's just fire that kind of entangles it, and then it kind of goes away. And the smoke that's left is like this this pale green, and it goes away. And then she goes, "Okay, uh, now put put carrot inside." Uh, wait a minute. Uh- the fire's gone. It's 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 back to where it was. She okay. like when the when the smoke goes away, she like breaks her hands. You guys let go. You guys can feel the energy that she was borrowing from you guys to to it's it's gone. It's it's back to normal. So like if you guys feel normal again, and then now she says, "Yeah, go go get put go put carrot in it. Watch." And she has a big old uh, smile on her face. <laughs> and she's kind of bouncing on her heels. She's super excited. Was very suspicious, but Dolly somewhat uh, cautiously puts. A carrot into the chicken coop. Okay, you put him in, and all of a sudden, as you put him in, he gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and he has a whole coop to run around in now. It's not a little <laughs> coop, it's huge. So when he's inside, he can be, he comes really tiny, and when he comes out, he comes normal size again. Oh, fun. Oh my gosh. Cool. That's a really neat spell there, Harriet. Where'd you, where'd you learn to do that? My uncle taught me. That's Amelia, pretty cool. Amelia's like taken by this. She's like, "Is is this just is this just for carrot, or does this anybody who goes in? Like, if I go in, and she like pops into a cat, what happens?" Oh, okay. She. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna roll to see if she knows. Let's see. This is fun. Amelia's just yawning in her grouchy cat form. Um, it it might work for you. Try it. Okay, so steps over a little trepidatiously, puts she, out, she puts goes. her paw, just one paw, <laughs> <laughs> one paw. Um, what happens? It, it does not work on you. Ah, tits. Okay, um, um. That would have been some amazing magic. Oh man, I gotta be careful. Impressive. I come back out and turn back into me and say, "Okay, okay, I'll be careful. I might accidentally step on carrot in there." Oh, uh, it's um. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't step on carrot, but he won't die if you smash him. It just breaks the spell. <laughs> oh, that's a very clever spell. That is Harry. very and, clever. And it only works if you consider the coop home. Oh. oh. Sure. What kind of magic is that, Harriet? I'm hungry. And she leaves. Oh. <laughs> can I, can I well, do like a check of some sort to see if I can figure it out? Uh, let's see. Hold on. You know, how long are they serving breakfast for here? You know, you guys like... Yes, you probably. can do a check if you want, Melissa. What kind of check is that? Um, wait, were you, try- are you trying to check if I you know see the what type I know, of magic? I, I'm, well, I asked what type of magic it was and she left. So this but. makes me think that maybe this is an interesting answer. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you, if you want, so you want to know about, what do you want to know about? What she did or what she's talking about? What kind of ma- like what is she? <laughs> like, so what what she, kind what of magic is this? Like I'm a mm. druid. 
you know, so I have a certain type oh, of magic. Oh, um, you remember? Well, then if that's if that's what you mean, you you definitely remember she's a warlock. She told you she was oh, a warlock I last forgot. night. Melissa yeah, you know, forgot. And, yeah, Amelia did and not. That, yeah, Amelia doesn't forget, and and that's totally fine. Like that's how the game okay. works. So like okay. I know that you know that, so that's what you mean. Yeah, you know it's a it's warlock magic. Okay, in that case, I don't, I don't have a follow up. You hear Gallagher's voice amplified. Oh boy, <laughs> you hear it, Cyrus, and then. Okay, students, it is almost breakfast time, and most of you are still in bed. Hurry up! And so, and then he leaves, and so you guys uh, get ready for breakfast. Unless you guys want anything else, you guys can head down to breakfast. No, grab all my stuff. I'm hungry. I want to see what they got down there. Yeah, Dolly doesn't do anything. She's still got her uh, her braids in from yesterday that are all messy. <laughs> She's just ready to go. Great. So you guys head down to breakfast? Okay, you guys arrive at the the great hall. You look around. the The tables are filtering in. There are a much more yellow and blues at their tables. The red and greens are still kind of <laughs> clamoring in on their own. And you, the fifth editions, the purples are there. About I think it's about like half full at this point. Mm-hmm. But you guys do have the least amount of students in your group. Um, as you guys take a seat. Can I ask you a quick question, yes, Frankie? Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was purple and what other color? Purple. Oh, purple and pearl. Pearl. Oh, so I love that. It's, nice. Like, it's white because I couldn't. I want. I like how in the books it's green and silver, red and gold, and then black or pewter in my head uh, for Hufflepuff, just a darker metal. And then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then bronze and blue. And I was going to do purple and silver goes good with purple, but I was like, I don't want to. So I just went with like oh, an opal white nice. pearl. Nice. I love that. Nice. Yeah, so do I we love. do are we do we have little like like robes with our ties and the whole the whole jam right now? Oh, you know what? Let's um we did not get dressed. So. <laughs> We're in our pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, let's say boxers. Before you go down, before you go down and you guys are getting ready, as you unfold your robes, they levitate in the air. And mm-hmm. like, especially with Dolly, you have the option of having robe, robe, robe varals instead of yes. a traditional robe. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yes. And so I figured you'd like that. So if you look at the cover art, Dolly's already wearing those. Um, I drew those on hoping you would actually like the idea. So I'm glad you like that. Nice. And then uh Basically, these are magical enchanted robes that when you it's kind of like when you with a, with a video game, when you when you cre- a, create a character thing, you kind of get to customize them. They kind of floats in the air and like it prompts you and you can customize your robe to kind of suit your class or where just your his- or whatever you want flavor wise. And so I Dolly, I mean, uh, Amelia, you have the option of robe rolls, too, if you want those, because I think these, those also suit you or mm-hmm. if you just want more traditional robes or whatever, like this I like them. Because she can wear jeans underneath. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And then, uh, Carl, you have the option of changing your current robes or just keeping the ones that you brought with you. Uh, what sort of robes does, do I get to play with here? Um, it's just whatever you want it to look like or just the ones that you, you brought with you on the train. Is it more of like a cape or is it like something that would cover my front also? Uh, it's more of right now. They're just the tr- more of the from what I gather. What you described last time was just more of a traditional Harry Potter ropes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Uh, I'll grab my robe, but I'm uh, I'm I'm still gonna try to get away with John having my PJs on. <laughs> Sorry about that noise. I was trying to see the cover art, so I was loading the show on oh. my phone, <laughs> and it started playing. Um, oh uh, yeah, okay. I love having a little pocket up in front. Um, what, what was it last part, John? I said I still have like a t-shirt and boxers on underneath my robe, but I've got my robe on here. So just to, that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to wear that down to the main hall? Yeah, Carl, you know, he huh. doesn't know exactly what's appropriate here at the moment, but he figures no one's, you know, if he keeps his robe shut, he'll he'll figure out what he's going to wear later. Yeah. I just want to say that this is fully a John thing. Yes, like it if absolutely John went is. to Hogwarts, he would literally do that. <laughs> he would never have anything but boxers on underneath yeah. his robes. <laughs> um, okay, well, then you guys head down to... Um, you know what? It is yeah. Countless. Damn it! I forgot. Okay, we're just gonna go back just a second. He also told you guys there's a, you have orientation after breakfast. Oh, so okay. That that was the only thing. I was, he was gonna do it in a more fun way, but at this point, that's my bad. So you guys are headed down to breakfast, knowing that you have orientation, Hogwarts orientation after breakfast with Headmaster Street. <laughs> Still love her name. Amelia's wearing like a smart little button-down shirt under her overall, her overalls. Nice, I like that. Well, Carl, Carl's gonna just kind of walk the row here a little bit just to see what everybody else is eating because he's super excited to see what sort of breakfast is gonna be served. This is what you notice: the four, the four tables, uh, the red, the blue, the yellow, and the green. They have their food in the middle of the table, like buffet style. You notice that you guys have beverages in the middle, but your plates are, um, they're gold and they don't have food on to them until a student sits down in front of it and then the food appears. Why is it different than everybody else? I... Can I, can I, figure, can I, can I try and figure that out? Yes, you can. Cause there, there is a logic behind it. So just, you have to ask the right person. Okay. So, um, who do, who's near us? Give me a perception check. Um, which which of the twelve thousand die should Melissa use to the D20? do a perception? No, no, no. Oh. I mean the twelve thousand D twenties she has. I got a five. You got a five. Oh, what's my? St- I have stats. Yeah. So Hold your on. perception modifier is what? Three. So I have an eight. An eight. An eight. An eight. So you. <laughs> There are a few ghosts floating above head. Oh, great. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You could ask. I'm going to nudge Dolly in the ribs and be like, ask them. Ask them about the food. Ask them where our food is. Uh, Dolly looks up at the ghost and goes, hey, hey, can I ask you a question? (laughs) Amelia's slipping down under the table at this point. Who? Me? Yes. Yes, you. Where's our food? I'm sorry? Food? You asking me about food? Amelia's under her chair. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, under the I bench. Don't know the ghosts, it's kind of a sore point, I think, for the ghosts. They don't get to eat anymore. I love how knowledgeable Carl is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where did Carl get this knowledge? No, Carl. But he would be. Carl does come from a, a wizarding family. He's kind of like mm. the Ron in a sense. Is like he like Spattergoit and oh, no one, mud blood would be bad. Like that. He's, can, he kind of has Ron knowledge. That's um, fair. That's, which that's I do right. Like. 
Dolly still doesn't get it. She doesn't get that she just insulted the ghost. And uh, so he, he's trying like to inch out of it. He's kind of staring. She, uh, sorry, she's staring at you with her eyes uh, all wide. <sighs> and Dolly's like super grumpy because she's very hungry. <laughs> And she's like, what, you think just because we're American that we're too fat to have food? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Amelia is, like, near tears at this point. The ghost (laughs) just... uh, I do not want to fight another ghost here, doll. Can we just just settle, settle in here and... Just ask. I'm hungry. I know. I'm hungry. Make it go just, away. Just Make sit it go down. away. Sit down in front of a plate, and then and then just and it, it drifts away. But it it drifts through you two at like the three of you. He like oh she, god. She goes through Amelia she screams. <laughs> Amelia just Dolly fucking just screams. Oh, I hate How that feeling. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> do give me roll me a d twenty. Who? You. All right. Hold on. No, no. Two. Okay. Um, now, Emil. Uh, faints. Dolly, roll me a wild magic surge. Uh, is that a d twenty? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a one right now. Because you were mad, and then Amelia scared you when she screamed. I got a fifteen. <laughs> okay, you're fine. It's fine. Uh, Can I get so, Amelia? As the ghost passed through you, you scream bloody murder at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Dolly, he's like, ah! like <laughs> you get spooked, and you guys both sit down. And as you as you get spooked, you kind of lose your balance and sit down. Both of you, your favorite meals appear on the plate in front of you that you accidentally just kind of like flop down mm. in front of. So like your favorite breakfast just materializes on those. On Got those, it. Uh, the, there there are gold plates, but the 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 china pattern around the edge is uh with is purple with like some moth artwork all around the edges. And when you sit down, the moth. Kind of like glows and it circles and then forms into your favorite food. Dolly, it's a stack of pancakes. Oh, oh, nice, lovely. Oh. What's Carl? He immediately starts eating. Delicious is some um, waffles. I was gonna say waffles. Some we have the same favorite waffles. breakfast. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. So you yeah. sausage links. Mine has peanut butter on it. <gasps> That's what I do. Fancy. Mine has <laughs> chocolate chips. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Do you actually eat peanut butter on your waffles, Melissa? I would if I could. I can't eat the waffles anymore. But oh, uh, it's so peanut good. Butter waffles. Peanut butter waffles on Fridays. Oh. <laughs> Why is that funny? Peanut butter waffles on Fridays. I, I was just about to say that, John. Because What's when we from? had to do Get vlogs, it. I had one Frankie <laughs> Friday was Wizard Waffles, and it was just <laughs> it was just me making waffles for five minutes. I just cut it into different angles. <laughs> oh God, the vlog! It was no. such a great use of everyone's time. <laughs> Uh, I think Maybe. that when these peanut butter waffles appear, it still takes Amelia like 10 seconds to sort of tentatively start eating. And then oh, she cool. just is so going for like, it. You're just kind of check- checking it out? It's No, well, it's comforting after the fright she just had. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's sort of taking a second to get oh, back into it. You're just kind of stealing yourself. Just yeah. Kind of like, oh, collecting oneself. Great, great, great. Uh, so, yeah, you guys eat. There aren't much um, hiccups about. You guys finish eating. Professor um, Walters head, uh, steps up to the head of your guys' table, and she does a little clap. Good morning, students. As uh, Gallagher, and she adjust, uh, gestures to him as he's sitting down with his peers at the blue table. He kind of smiles and waves. Um, 
fills you in that you'll have orientation today with Headmaster Streep to go over coursework, the wand weighing ceremony. The what? Everything. The wand weighing ceremony. Oh, she heard me. She's got good ears. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, yes, I do. (laughs) And And I was like, uh, what? (laughs) But you do realize that she is just four feet from you. Oh. I'm just being silly. I like that she heard you. I did roll Uh, like a two, so. (laughs) Uh, So she explains that your guys' plates clean are are cleaned. She she also tells you, just make sure to stay here. We're going to wait for the other students to clear out before Professor Street comes, comes back. The other students clear out. You guys hear some distant music it starts swwelling it's just pomp and circumstance these trumpets and then pff, the front of the ta- the front of the table is a huge burst of more glitter and stars and this time it's professor streep but instead of her casual bun chunky earring look down she is dressed to the nines her hair is long and flowing there's a w- wind blowing on it constantly for somehow she has these long robes that are slightly iridescent kind of like something queenie would wear Just mm-hmm. super elegant good morning students good morning i've heard there was a bit of a kerfuffle last night after you guys went to your dormitories a few students um mm. got out of bed before mm-hmm. they shouldn't have really they did I can't believe people would be breaking rules all wow. already. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gives you guys a little knowing glance, but she doesn't say anything. But it uh, tries to look very innocent. <laughs> now, Dolly is just like in awe of her. <laughs> like she's not even paying attention to what she's saying. <laughs> um, who would like to know why we're doing the transfer program this year? Hands. Oh, right see some hands shoot up. Yep. Rhetorical question. She's now. Oh, I know. Oh, now, who knows the last time in which w- the transfer program was actually in effect? She looks uh, around to see if any uh, hands go up. Oh wait. Uh, wait. Can, is it the, okay? Uh, Amelia might have an idea based on the books. Yeah. Roll your. Yeah, and Dolly just looks at Amelia immediately when the she questions like, asked. Takes it. Takes a, she, a beat. You, so do you raise your hand up? And then like raises her. She's like not quite. And that, then raises her hand really, like okay, sort so, of tentatively. Uh, Professor Streep uh, looks at you. Her eyebrows raise a huge smile and this overly dramatic hand gesture <laughs> towards you, saying yes. Uh, uh, and then your name, love. Uh, 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 Amelia. She's scared Amelia. now. Amelia. <laughs> Yes. Uh, would you t- care to take a guess? Or do you know? I, uh, <laughs> and then poof! And a puff of glitter, she's oh sitting god. next to you. Oh god! <laughs> Dolly goes... <gasps> her, her, like, she's sitting cross-legged, all like elegantly, with like her hand resting on... Her, her head resting on her hand. Okay. The big smile. It was... Um, um, was it um, when the, um, the, tri- the, um, the Triwizard Tournament in, uh, 19, in the 90s? Oh, mm. someone's read Harry Potter from yeah. the Muggles. Oh, jeez. But did. it's very similar. Yes, very similar program. But but this program, and she, 
She's on top of the table this time, and she's walking down the length of the table talking to the students. This program has actually been, hasn't been in effect even longer. The last time this happened was when the four founders were running the school itself. The only oh. reason it's, and they, they built your common room. Frankie, Why do you think it's the I best common room? I'm dying, Frankie, because I had a thought last night about where I was hoping some of this was going, and I, I'm very excited, but I'm not going to say more. Okay. okay. Well, you can shut you up. Can't, okay. well, thanks okay. for the sidebar here, y'all. <laughs> Sorry for the sidebar. Sorry. Um, so she, it's poof. She's she in a puff of glitter. She's on the table now, walking down it, and explains to you the last time this was in effect was when the four founders were running the uh, were running the castle together. They stopped after Salazar left, and so we are very very happy to reinstitute the transfer program. And she claps her hands, and then she's now in front of the table again. First. Uh, is coursework and classwork. The first couple of the first two weeks, you guys will be going to a set schedule, and then we can talk about what you guys want to study for yourselves while you're here. The first class you're going to go today is Care of Magical Creatures. You will be doing it with the first years. It's a lovely, lovely class, and you get to see the grounds of the castle a bit. It's going to be great. Now, I do have a question for all of you. What is everyone's favorite subject? I want you guys all to roll initiative. Wow. I got another two. I'm just killing it today. Ten for Carl. Five. Oh, I should have asked. Do you guys want to tell you your favorite courses? I'm assuming you did. Sorry. If you want to tell you her favorite class, your hands shoot up, and whoever rolled the highest number gets to go first and just go in that order. So Carl Carl does not raise his hand. Okay. Uh, Dolly? Says uh, herbology. Herbology? Lovely. And then now Amelia? Uh, Care of Magical Creatures, actually. Oh, lovely. Aren't you in for a treat? Um, then she goes back to... All right, everybody. She claps her hands again. This time, as she claps her hands, the glitter erupts from her hands and kind of washes over you like a wave. And then when it kind of clears, you are in... The, 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 you're in the, you are in the great hall again, but it's the setup that where the sorting was. Everyone's sitting in a semicircle in front, and there is a, it's kind of like a pensive, but it's instead of it being made of stone, it's made of, um, crystal. So it's like a cloudy white crystal at the base to very clear at the top. And she's at the front, and he's like, all right, who has ever done a wand weighing before? And then she waits for anybody to raise their hand. And then you see um, you see Harriet's hand shoot up. Oh. Oh. And Harriet raises her hand. And Professor Streep uh, does another super big gesture like she did to Amelia. And then as she does that, she poof. Next thing you know, she's right next, sitting next to Harriet, just like before. And Harriet goes, yeah, um... And she pulls this wand out of her bag and she's all, this is, was my dad's wand that my uncle uh, kept for me until I got old enough. And so he weighed this, but I don't remember what it is. It was a long time ago. And she's like, okay, very nice. Not very helpful, but very nice. And poof, <laughs> um, she goes back. And so those who here does not yet have a wand. Well, his hand goes up. 
And then she gestures to Amelia and a few other students. Now, for those of you who do not have a wand, we can either go buy a wand or we can make a wand here or we can... Um, and then she's like, Amelia, why don't you come up front, please? Okay. <laughs> why don't you stand over here towards the, the wand wearer, the crystal thing? Okay. She trots over, kind of like okay. torn between okay. like, why is, this is a lot of people and holy crap, I'm getting a wand. <laughs> now, let me see. Do you have anything on your person that you use to channel your magic with? Uh, yeah, uh, hang on. And she, like, goes through her pockets and she's got, like, you know, bits of candy and pieces of paper from her notebook and lots of stuff. And she just, like, hands it to the Professor Street as she gets to the bottom of her pockets. Um, and she fi- she's just, like, giving her stuff and finally comes up with a, a little piece of lavender. Ooh, lavender. Lovely. Now she puts the lavender on the little podium. And now she's like, okay, now, Amelia, stand on the other side of the podium. And then uh, she extends her hands. And so, like, the podium's in between you guys with the lavender on the crystal. Mm-hmm. And so Where's all her stuff your- now? Does she get it back and stuff it back into her pockets? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Professor Streep, as the more that you handed it to her, the more she just kind of, like, just flitted it away and it was just floating around you orbiting it with these with a gentle glow of glitter kind of uh-huh. like it's just for you and then once you were done it just kind of went back in right your pocket back. for you nice and clean nice 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 uh so you she extends your hands waiting for you to put your hands into hers she does she do that and so she's like okay now focus on the uh just imagine wand in your brain as much as you uh, just think about a <laughs> wand she's <laughs> Just squeezes up her face so tight. It's just, it's just like she's like trying to like will a wand into existence with her eyes. You, then the you hear like a and then you look down and that the 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 little sprig of lavender starts to like shake and vibrate and it kind of floats up and little tiny little little sparks are on it and it's kind of like a. You know, like when a bottle rocket starts to be lit up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it has purple and it shakes and then it kind of zooms around, it shoots <laughs> up, spins around, zooms around you, goes into the podium, the podium glows, and then that energy goes right back out and then zooms into you, kind of knocks you over. Well, actually, give me a, roll the d20 for me, give me a dexterity saving throw. 15 and then, um, hold on. Yeah, and I have zero on a deck, so it's fifteen. Cool. That's that's that was the check. So it pushes you back. You don't fall back, but like like that energy hits you, and it's strong. And the next thing you know, in your hand, your club is in your hand. <gasps> it, it nice. starts floating up to you, and it's spinning around, and it let like uh, it's waiting for you to to grab it. Oh, def- definitely does. <laughs> Takes her with like look of awe on her face. Okay, when when you grab it, your club, your club now, you can feel it resonating with a magic so familiar to you that it's almost asking you what it should look like. Ooh. Because it, it's it's just that much part of you because it's so much like this club has been with you for a while. It knows you. 
And so it can be basically this is just me giving you like you're going to have a club wand and it can be cool. as big as you want it to be. Or it can be something that's a little like maybe it shrinks a little bit to be more I, wand like or do you just want it to yeah. be a big old fat thick wand? No, like, it's really I think it's like. You. I think it's like still stout, but it looks it's be- becomes a little wan like it's sturdy like she is, yeah. and um and it's probably pretty short because she's pretty short, uh and um the the lavender pattern is maybe etched into like the bottom one quarter of the wands like where she would hold it, cool. But the top part is still is just it just looks straight like wood. It's like functional. It's not not ornate at all. Cool. And let's yeah. Let's do that. Let's just say the the tip of the wand is almost the same tip as the club that it was always just the, mm-hmm. from the top it just kind of the rest of the the wand kind of just just kind of shaped into what you imagined and now you have a club wand cool means i'm going to be carrying shillelagh around forever <laughs> <laughs> and then now then another student raises their hand and they do a very similar process they uh he goes up and holds Professor Streep's hand. This time they put a teddy bear on the podium and the teddy bear rockets up, spins around, slams into him. This kid actually got thrown across the room, but he then had a nice little wand with a teddy bear at the head of it um, and so forth. And now those of you who have existing wands get in line because now we'll just weigh the wands does she stay up there or does she go back and sit down as the rest of this is happening yeah you you sit down every like it's kind of okay. everyone so takes a turn at the podium so she like sits down and like just like leans over to show dolly and carl what she has and she's so excited she's like glowing and like is whispering about it i would like to talk about mine yeah although i think it also would need to be okay okay so, so Dolly has carved herself a wand mm-hmm. from wood, but it's not necessarily a wand because it's literally just something that looks like a wand that's carved from wood. Uh, Does that oh, work? Yes. Nice. So she's made it herself and it looks kind of wonky. Perfect. Okay. Very homemade. And she's covered it in like paint and glitter and it looks like a child's craft project. I love this. I, I love, love this. Okay, perfect. So let I'm gonna let's I have an idea now. So when we get to you, I'm gonna use that idea. This gave me a great idea. So let's just you hold off for a second. Now um, John, do you want to weigh it or do you um you know what? I'm taking that back. Uh it is now <laughs> I Professor Streep is gonna weigh every wand. It's a it's a yep. it's a thing, it's just for safety, blah blah blah. So Carl, you're first. Uh All right. So he she gestures you. Who's next? And what is your name, darling? Uh, I'm I'm Carl. Car- oh yes, Carl Crawler. Nice to meet you, Carl. Um, oh, thank you. Now let's see. Uh, your place your wand on the podium, please. <sighs> okay, sure. Um, here here you go. She you set it on the podium. Now, before she can even. Do the whole thing where you guys hold your hands just to kind of like do the reading. Mm-hmm. It starts to activate on its own. Oh, wow. The flute starts to go, oh, hello, <laughs> and falls off the podium. Boom, boom. It shook so what? much it knocked itself off the podium. Whoa. Oh, my God. I, it's uh, never done that before. Uh, oh, how long um, has this one been in your family? Well, yeah, she, so, Professor Street picks it up and listens, and as as you explain it, 
Right. So um, my mom's my mom's dad, my my grandpa. He uh, this used to be his wand. He he was a bard like me. Uh, oh, this was his wand. Lovely. As you're saying that, she's kind of holding it gingerly in her fingers and examining it, kind of looking down like the barrel of the gun, so to speak. Down and like, and this is this is a this is a fluked wand. Yeah, yeah. These have not actually, been made in a while. The art of making these have been lost. Many wand makers would pay a pretty penny for this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty it's pretty neat. I'm not I'm not all too good at it yet, but um, you know, I'm I I'm okay with it. Now, do you realize what just happened with your wand? Uh, frankly, no. I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. I, it's never really talked before. Um, oh, it, you've never heard it speak before? Before? I mean, I guess not. No, I mean, no one mm. told me that it could talk. <laughs> okay, well, this is a very special wand. Luck, this podium here, as you see, is very powerful and knows wands well. And so mm. it knows that this wand is incomplete. So it completes it for you in attaching. So there, you, this wand can do quite a lot. It is, it's missing a piece, though. Really? You know, I always thought maybe like it was a little weird how at the end it just kind of had a little nub of, a, of an end. So you're telling me... It, it fixed it? What do you mean? No, 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 no. I, um, what I'm saying is the reason it you probably haven't heard it speak before is that it's missing a piece. And so if it's missing a piece from a long time ago, it's very, that's why. But this this here is, it helps, it's a very, it's an ancient wand relic. Um, and so it can, it knows wands. And so it knows oh, wow. its, its complete form. And so it helped complete it for that moment. And hence its excitement just to erupt. But luckily for you, you can, st- it can still channel your magics and all that nonsense. It's fine. That's it's just, amazing. Oh yeah. my gosh. So you should just write your parents and try to find the tip of it. But it's very <laughs> likely it's lost. This thing is well over 700 years old. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Wow. And it'll work with this tip then? No, oh, yeah. I mean, it just can't speak. That that's I mean I don't that that's you know it's still a wand it's great it's it's honestly these are the, the what's unique about uh, about flute uh, wand flutes is they're coreless the wand is uh-huh. the, the the magic uh-huh. is worked into the actual like wand itself and the flute and the carving and the growing of it it's very rare so you can never once these wands are broken they can never be repaired because they're they're unique they're they're cut from they only have a, a, a sibling to them where they can combine oh, to be their, okay. to be a completed form. But it's still an, a very power. A coreless wands are so powerful. They're, they're oh. endlessly powerful. So it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, go sit down. Next. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and as she, as you're asking more questions, she just kind of like ushers you away. Um, and then you realize that a, a copy of her ushers you all the way down while she's talking. Another copy of hers at the top talking. <laughs> Yeah, Carl's super super excited to uh, cool. you know investigate the wand here. Yeah, and so now uh, who's left? Yes, Dolly. Dolly, while Carl, while she was talking to Carl about his wand, she looks at her wand and hides it behind her back. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, now who's next? And she gives she makes eye contact with you, Dolly, and there is a bit of a. 
like a knowing glimmer in her eye. And she's all like, now, what, young lady, why don't you come up here? Dolly looks around to see who she's talking to. <laughs> and then when she, okay, when Dolly looks to her left, then there's just a little, like, a little trickle of glitter and she's there. Like, there's a copy of her, like, yes, why don't you come up to the top, front of the room? Um, and then so she walks, does that, yeah, so she, she you understand, she, like, teleports next to you type of thing? Yeah. And so she. Uh, I don't, I don't. I don't have a wand. I don't. I, f- I forgot mine. <laughs> uh, and then she, you feel a tap on your back, and you turn around, and it's another copy of her. Like, what's that right there in your hand? Oh, uh, um, it's oh, it's nothing. I just um, it's it's nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's nothing. Uh, so now the the then the the rest of the. The rest of the copies of Street kind of uh, just kind of fall into glitter, and the the prime the Street Prime is at the at the front where mm-hmm. you are at now. She's like, "It's okay, love. Just put it on the wand wear." So Dolly does that, and she is just like bright red, and this is the first time she seemed embarrassed. Oh, so why don't you give me um, a wild magic check? Okay. Ooh. 20. Wow. What a 20. <laughs> Interesting. Whoa. Okay. Hmm. You're there. You're nervous. She extends her hands, waiting for you to put your hands in hers. Do you do it? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. When she does, there's this long beat and nothing happens. Dolly's hmm. uh, is even more red now. Professor Street picks this up and she's like, now, where did you get this beautiful wand? <laughs> and there's like uh, stickers and glitter, you said? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I made it. You made it? Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Aww. Oh. Um, uh, Dolly smiles a little bit. Now, Wait, how did you make this? And she kind of like, she she bends down so she's more at your level, like your eye level now. Mm-hmm. And she sets it down on the the little the little glass podium, and she kind of like she rests her elbows on it and she kind of looks down. Now, how, can you tell me how like how you made it and where you got the wood? Uh, my daddy was chopping firewood. Your daddy for the now, winter. What's your what's your dad's name? Archie. And that, that knowing glitter, her eyes widen at the mention of Archie. And she's like, oh, go on. Uh, so your dad, was, Archie, was chopping firewood. He was chopping firewood. And um, he had been teaching me how to, how to whittle a little bit. So I took a little bit of the wood and uh, uh, I, made, I made this. It took me, it took me a whole year. A whole year? I carved it. Wow. That's amazing. Now, does does your dad have his own wand? Dolly looks down. Mm, no. And uh, she puts her finger on your chin and makes kind of. She's like, oh, "Don't say that with any disappointment, love. There's no shame in that." My my da- my dad's my daddy's a nomad. Oh. oh. And then for some, like her smile gets wider, and that twinkle just kind of glimmers a little again. She's like, hmm, "Okay, well." 
This here, we are going to make into your wand right now. Is that uh, something you would like to do? Uh, Dolly nods enthusiastically. Lovely. Now, what can we use as a core for your wand? Hmm. And she, she kind of, um, she's feigning like an overly dramatic, like, hmm, I wonder what mm. we can use. Carl is holding carrot uh, while while she's up there and uh, starts to look down at it with curiosity, wondering if maybe any of his feathers could help out. <laughs> um, that's cute. Uh, carrot is. I don't Carrot's think you, br- you didn't bring carrot, did you? No, I, I thought yeah. I left him. Yeah, that, oh, I thought, that is, I thought, I, that's fun, though. I thought we had Carrot with us. Carl is incredibly magical. He's <laughs> apparated <laughs> Carrot. Carl summons carrots from the, from the dormitories. Uh, so. uh, Dolly also instinctively just looks at Amelia because Amelia has answers to everything. <laughs> Amelia mouths to Dolly, My parents are no matches, too. Oh, so cute. <laughs> she couldn't wait to tell her, so she takes <laughs> takes the eye contact as like any other. I, like it. I love it. She goes. She's like, I have an idea. Now, instead of holding her hands, well, she she extends her hands mm-hmm. again. Yeah. As she's doing that, she kind of like you know when you put like your like when you put you're doing rotating your mirror. With your friends, and you're like, so you guys put your hands up and you like put your palms together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She puts her, her palms on you, and she does give me a perception check and on arcana check. The first one we'll say is perception, and it was a 10 plus two. Okay, and then uh, arcana? That is 11. Oh, uh, one. Okay. Uh, so, (laughs) as you guys put your palms together, Professor Streep, for the first time, her face isn't relaxed. She's focusing. The, uh, The light in the room around you kind of like pulls in and kind of clusters to just now, like there's only like a 10 foot sphere of, of what you can see. Because so much of her energy on on this illusion, like she's with her magic, is being focused into this new spell, and you can like, you can all see it. And this little silver eye floats above her head, and then drifts down and lands on Dolly's forehead. And now Dolly, you just relive every happy moment of your life, every <laughs> sad moment of your life, every oh. scary moment of your life. Every angry moment of your life, um, all in a moment. Give me a a wild magic roll, but now the difficulty is automatically set to 19. Okay. uh, Because of this spell that she did on you. Meaning like any of 1 to 19 will do it? Yeah. Okay. Unless you roll a nat 20, you're going to have a wild magic surge. After the 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 little that little uh, glitter eye, the silver glitter landed on your forehead, and you just like in that moment, living every high emotional experience of your life in one split second, the the light begins to crawl back out. Everything looks normal until you know uh, in a, in a backdraft when like when you open a door and like all the air goes to the middle and then 
then there's a big explosion. You guys feel the air kind of sucking in, swirling around Dolly's feet. All of a sudden, a huge <laughs> boom of of nebulas and color, like all those the, the magentas, the greens, the whites, the purples of stars and comets and and uh, constellations. These constellations, these creatures made of stars, start like crawling out of her, her uh, just mm. out of out of Dolly and all this energy just erupting and burning like this furnace and her eyes are like white crawling out and they all get like and it turns into this floating tiny shard of like opal but that it's like a transparent opal somehow and and then it goes and it falls cling 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 on top of the little podium as it hits the podium it absorbs into it, and then your then your wand that you made just literally just kind of like sinks down and inside into the crystal. The whole podium turns to like a night sky, and like you Ooh. can see like all that all that energy and magic that was like like coming out of you is now trapped in that crystal, and then it just kind of and it cracks, and then your wand is there. Oh, cool. Dolly's so excited. She's not embarrassed at all anymore. So you guys now have your wand as well. So you guys all have wands. Um, Professor Streep goes, all right, everybody. Your classes are going to be starting in about a half an hour. You have time to go back to the dormitories, common rooms, or whatever you would like to do. But Ollie, may I have a word with you? Uh, Yes. So just hang back as the other ones leave. The other students start filtering out. Now, okay. do you guys want to stay with Dolly? You guys going to wait for her somewhere else? Or? I'm curious, but I don't want to intrude. Amelia so wants maybe to intrude. We're, <laughs> maybe we're going to kind of make our, I'm going to make my way for the door, but kind of uh, look yeah. for a little Like hang spot. back. Yeah. Well, let's say Carl, Carl starts to hang back and then Amelia, without even thinking it, just hooks Carl's arm with her elbow and says, come on, and then drags her up towards with Dolly and Meryl's <laughs> and, and Professor Like, Street. doesn't, like, try to, like, interfere not, in their conversation, no, in but, like, way, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, I think she wants to be there and she just does. Dolly, are, are, I take it you're fine chatting in front of your friends, yes? Okay. She's going to like, why don't we do this? Why don't you all take my hands? And so like she, she holds her hands out. Uh, so you guys grab hands with her. And instead of, you know, how you would see the curtain of glitter form and she would walk out of it. Now your environment is just like a swirl, a tornado of glitter around you. And the next thing you know, are in a very, very nicely decorated office that somehow has a window view of a beach and palm trees. <laughs> awesome. And it's it's she's like, oh, now we're in my office is much, much more comfortable. And she gestures um, over and she's like, can I get you guys a drink? And when she says that, there is another one of her at a little mini bar um, gesturing to some butter beers or hot cocoa or or anything. Amelia takes a hot cocoa. All right. Uh, Dolly doesn't take anything. Carl's not going to turn down a hot cocoa. Cool. So you guys have your hot cocos and sit down. And now, Dolly, I'm very, very excited to meet you. You are? I <laughs> am. I am. And she extends a hand and like gives you a nice little squeeze. I taught your mother. Uh, Dolly doesn't say anything. She just, her mouth is just open. Clemmy 
was one of my favorite students of all time. And she was a very, very talented wizard or witch, whatever we want to, whatever term, but for fifth edition, they're called witch, wizards. So that's what I'm saying wizard right here for. Um, as then I go back behind the fourth wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little, little PC note from behind. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, outside I'm not gendering it. I'm just using the right term for <laughs> fifth edition. Sorry, bye. T- take um, it up with uh, Gygax and his crew. And she was, her divination skills were unmatched by anyone else. And so I'm just so excited to meet you. And yeah, if you ha- ever have any questions about your mother or... I. Yes, I just, I'm just so excited to meet you. Dolly just looks like super excited. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I've always wanted to know, um, what was her favorite color? And also what was her favorite animal? And uh, what was her favorite <laughs> spell that she did? And what was her favorite give me, flower? Give me a wild and... magic roll. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Four. Oh, okay. Nothing, it, it doesn't, like, you, you glow and your eyes kind of get a change color a little bit because you're just excitement, but you don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't like erupt or anything. Okay. At that, uh, she kind of, she's like, <laughs> oh, um, now calm down. Calm down, Dolly, real quick. How is your daddy Archie doing? Uh, he's good, I, I think. I hope he's able to take care of all the other chickens. Yeah, I haven't been able to get a hold of him in a very long time. Where, where did you say you grew up? Uh, in, in Tennessee. Very nice, very nice. Ah, uh, oh, look at the time. You have class starting. Why don't you guys head to of uh, the cat right outside the main hall? That's where Professor Richter is going to take you guys down to magical care magical creatures. All right. And Dolly, please, if you have any questions or if you ever just you just I'm here if you never I'm I just so happy to meet you. And her, your mother's favorite color was purple, and her favorite <gasps> animal was a koala. Thank you so much. You're welcome. As she stands up, she just kind of teleports over to the door and opens the door for you guys to leave. Uh, Dolly whispers to Carl and Amelia, what's a koala? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Streep smiles at that as you guys leave. Now you guys are walking down to, you guys leave the office and you guys can head down to the hallway or uh, where you guys want to go. Um, just Amelia's be- was uh, uncharacteristically quiet during that because uh, she's, oh, she's been told she could be a little rude sometimes. And she realized sitting in the headmaster's office in this very private conversation was she maybe didn't, maybe shouldn't have, <laughs> maybe shouldn't have forced their way in so just quietly uh took all that in and then like on the way down is like like hey like it's like hey i hope that's okay <laughs> i hope it's okay we were there for that uh, your mom sounds cool <laughs> my mom sounds cool professor streep is so cool yeah i mean she's sure she's she's full of you she's... see what she was wearing and all the glitter mm-hmm. it's not my yeah, thing she really seemed to like the glitter yeah, she's got uh, a big thing for it. But did you hear about her mom? Did anyone hear about Dolly's mom being like the best witch ever? Um, it's that sounds pretty cool, Dolly. I didn't realize that uh, your mom was, you know, taught at Hogwarts. Uh, that's that's impressive. Also, why is she asking about your dad? How does she know your dad? I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. It's weird. It's very weird. Are you guys having this conversation as you're walking? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And so mm-hmm. give me a perception check for that first half of the walk. I want to see if you notice something. Okay. 10 plus 3, 13. As you are like walking and of like, you hear the sound of like stone moving. Mm. Just kind of like, you know, that same sound that the bricks made as the castle as the castle absorbed the stairs that kind of went into that wall and like just that, that you know, that's the shape of like stone doing something and you hear that, but then you catch Dolly's eye line and then you, then you break into what you guys are just saying as you're moving along and going closer to. Is this sort of thing like you hear it and you like turn around for a second and then you get distracted and forget. Exactly. That's exactly. That was a perfect way of describing it. That's exactly what I meant. It's like at a horror movie where you're just like, no. And so you guys are huh. walking down. Huh, huh, huh. Huh, hum, Frankie. Hmm. Hmm. What? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just humming in a, in a interested fashion. That's all. Uh, I'm going to remind, this is something where like John forgot, but Carl didn't forget. You guys know Professor Streep is from California. Yeah. So she did not. Oh, so right. Dolly's mom was not taught at Hogwarts. I just want to make sure that, that. Like oh, that's right. Clemmy is yeah, from was, California. Clemmy from California, or she at right. least studied magic in California. Yeah, oh, gone it. Yeah. So as you guys okay. are walking down, so what would what uh, explain to me what Carl is doing the first half of the walk in when everyone's walking in silence? Well, Carl's been you know poking around at uh, the wand ever since it was handed back to him, but uh, you know now suddenly being at a in a new part of the castle and, you know, being pulled out of that uh, to be curious, uh, looking around uh, Streep's office and now the outside of the office. He's just kind of admiring the uh, different portraits hanging around, you know, just taking it in. So, yeah, give me a perception check. 18. 18. Okay, yeah, so I will say, I'll say this. Carl, you were, as you're walking back and you... You've had how long have you had that wand flute? I mean, I've had it since I was like eight, but I wasn't really allowed oh, to do much with that's, it. That's right. It's been in your house your whole life, but you, you've, you've, yeah, okay, that's right. It's a, it's a family heirloom. So this thing who, that's been a constant in your life for the most part, and even since a kid, you always wanted to play with it. You always knew where your parents kept it. You just weren't allowed. So, so yeah. like even as it, like for the long as you remembered, you've been enamored with this wand flute, like your whole existence. Mm-hmm. And so, but for the first time ever, it speaks. So you're so focused on that, that remember how the magic of that was described and you have the tech magic on it. Um, it has like magic that reverbs, uh, you, right. your magic reverbs off of you. And it, right. it's magic uh, is kind of based in color and how, when you guys touch, they mingle into the ways become the color. Mm-hmm. In that same way of how the magic kind of folds into it, for a moment, you're focused on it so heavily just looking at it, your consciousness kind of like slips through it. like, whoop. And to so that moment, instead of seeing your environment and being aware of your environment that way, you are aware of your environment, like just feeling it. Like you just kind of like toff mm-hmm. in a sense of like just being aware, like how she can feel like her with her earth bending, she can see like yeah. you there's like a 20 foot sphere around you that you just become like, Whoa, like you just know everything around you for that brief moment. And in that brief moment, you notice you, you like the same in the same way that uh, Amelia heard something that was familiar to her. Like mm-hmm. she's familiar with that sound. 
like and she so she knows that sound means like sh- like stone moving or shaping or something and so in that same way you know something's moving by just the the nature of your consciousness slipping into your wand foot for that brief moment as you're walking oh, but it's yeah. so it's so like quick and like that like it's like how Melissa put the you notice something and turn around and kind of get distracted mm-hmm. like it's so natural you don't even notice it you know what i mean it's not like a new experience it's almost like a sense memory and so but yeah. but i that is what you notice and that's what kind of like and that's a clue for john the player but carl the player now kind of he's not fully aware of it like i'm describing it he just but that's the yeah. vehicle in which he understood the environment yeah so is is carl allowed to just be like you guys hold on a second did you guys just feel that Amelia shrugs. No. Be a what? I just, I don't know. Just hold on a second. I want to, I want to try something. We want to try. Carl still has this little spell called detect magic. (laughs) (laughs) So you're detecting, detect magic on yourself? Yeah. I'm going to just detect, do a little detect magic here. It's going to, detect within 30 feet of me uh and uh any any magic or any any different magic would have a faint aura around any any creature or object in the area that bears magic and i'll learn its school of magic if any uh roll me a dexterity saving throw okay uh 16 i have a dexterity plus zero okay so it's 16 yeah okay well just like before when you were on the Hogwarts Express and mm-hmm. you cast that spell and then there was just so much magic around you, it was like overwhelming and it kind of made you fall back. The same, it does that again a lot better, but you, you know, you learned the first time. So like, even though it kind of like, it, it you kind of, it's kind of like you like walk outside into the bright sunlight, like, ah, oh, your eyes adjust quicker and you don't fall back. You brace yourself. Yeah. But it's it's really bright. You're at Hogwarts. Like every brick is magical. So like every color is glowing. And so it's you see a lot of magic. Yeah. I need to tune this darn spell, man. Like surely yeah, I, I was gonna I pick lower that the spell. sensitivity here. I was gonna pick I was gonna pick that spell, John, and then I realized that same thing. I was like, mm, we're at Hogwarts. Right. I mean, uh, any any good sensor is going to detect the the difference in the average environment. Uh, otherwise, it's it's too sensitive. So, wait, are you saying this as Carl? Or am I am I blown out? No, you're not blown out. You just, I mean, everything's glowing. Like, okay. like every you can the 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 sensation that you get when you see uh, detect magic is. Like it, like the the item, if it was magical, would have like an aura about it of a certain color, and so there mm-hmm. are a bunch of different colors and different auras, and like the the castle is like really really rich with like transfiguration magic, and then a lot of protective wards, and a lot mm-hmm. of even divination magic, so that it can keep track of the students and stuff uh, around, around the base. So like, there's a lot, and it's a lot of complicated spell work that a child, like a 12 year old probably doesn't really understand yet. And so, but I'm not saying that you can't like, 
if that's something you want, I want this is more this is uh, DM or GM Frankie now talking to players like it's kind of saying like this is how I want to discuss like this is what I want to do with this game is going to be fun. Like if that's something if Carl wants to learn how to like, you know what, I want to be able to kind of like tune my meta like my magic in, on this spell a little bit. That's something I want you guys to if you guys want to like make your own spell or do something different. Talk to professors and professors can help mm. you do that. And we can role play to learn how to do that. And then we can make mechanics in the game for that. Like I would love oh, if Paul wants to like tune his detect magic so he can like use it in the castle more effectively. That'd be super fun to figure out. Yeah. And so like, that would be cool. Um, and so like right yeah. now, like narratively I'm being a little obtuse and, or, or opaque because I think Carl, mechanic-wise, wouldn't have the nuance to understand a lot of this yet. And so, like, that's why it's glowing that way practically and just narrative-wise. Like, it's... Yeah. He can see it. Like, he can see everything glowing. He didn't fall back, but, like, I don't know what you're looking for. Like, what are you looking for? Well, I mean, it's sort of like a, uh... You know, you, you, you're talking about Toft whacking her foot on the ground and just seeing what bounces back. It's almost just kind of like a intentful spell that's just going to see what sort of magic is around here and i know that it can't see through stone and i'm imagining hogwarts is still probably has a lot of stone yeah so uh it's it's blocked by one foot or more of stone one inch or more of any common metal uh or three feet of dirt so but that means the spell extends that far into it so like that means it can read like a foot into stone, so it knows what enchantments are in that stone. I were you casting the spell to see why you you had that sensation, or to see what you noticed? Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything around me that would have triggered that sensation. If we ha- if we happen to be walking by in a hallway where uh, the walls are not quite what they appear to be, if there's any kind of uh, secret passages or anything like that. Well, I mean, there are a lot of secret passages at Hogwarts. Okay. And so, yeah. Nothing I could figure out. No, I mean, nothing you can just, yeah, nothing you can discern here because it's, it's, it's gone, really. If anything, I don't mean to dead end you here. It's just, you did, you did a good job looking into it. I feel like I need to, okay, no, 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 let's do this. Let's say this. I need I'm I'm still learning here too and I need to yes and more. Like here's here's my thought. T- tell me if you agree or disagree. There's lots of things magic around me. If it's represented in terms of a color, I would think that the portraits would be glowing maybe like one color. The the by default everything's glowing something because there's like a ward on Hogwarts for protection. But okay, this is my logic. I, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, just so detect magic in a normal D&D game would help you see if there's an item of significance around. Yeah, and so, like if something is magic, whereas yeah, normally yeah. nothing would be. Yeah, and so how that works is usually is there's a sharp contrast. Usually it's a mundane world and there's not anything magical. So how I'm translating this spell to work for you guys is like there is so much magic that there's almost no magic. If you think about it until your character gets better at it, we can tune it like it's just it's almost like I think I'm communicating it wrong. I wanted to say like there's nothing here. You should move on. I'm not trying to be like cryptic. 
That's just saying like you honestly don't see anything because it's so bright, but you do. It does work. You know, you cast it correctly. So, you know, there's nothing there. That was my original mm-hmm. intent. And I think that did that did not come off as a clear answer. And so what I'm going to okay. do is I'm going to retcon it like this. And so I'll probably cut out a little bit of that just because. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and I think it's going to be more fun. And I'm still learning. So thank you for being patient you with know. me, guys. Yeah, so course. what's going to happen now is it's going to be just as you, 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 detect, you cast a tech magic. Yeah. It's really bright. It does. Uh, you, it, you, it braces you. You're braced. When you look down to kind of adjust your eyes, you look down at your flute. The where you, like the where the where you put your fingers, you can mm-hmm. see a pattern glowing. And so, and it keeps doing that for you because detect magic. You see that it's telling you something. And so, I'm going to have you play those notes. So play. Oh, to your best of your ability, play <laughs> do 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 do. Oh, you think I can just <laughs> So just your best of your right. ability, like this like this like I am the flute talking to Carl now. Do 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 the the reverberations of your magic because you have the tech magic going right now so you can see the reverberation coming off of you you can see the starlight in dolly's eyes you can see the the ivy magic kind of like peeking out of um amelia every once in a while when you look down at yours the reverberations start instead of just reverberating out they reverberate in like a a rotation like 360 degrees it kind of like spins and kind of like 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 kind of a a camera would focus aperture wise and as it kind of like rotates the colors kind of sharpen a bit Mm -hmm. and you see the that stingray shape just kind of like Imagine how you'd see like a stingray under the surface of the water, how it's obscured. Yeah. Yeah. It's the magic being obscured by the brick. So you just see through like the magic, like it's just the shape of amber color, like an orange or rich amber color, just flying down a stairwell. That's what Carl sees. And so now Carl has to react to that. And then he has to tell you guys if he saw something or he can just run off. It's really up to him. Frankie, by the way, I love that whole idea of like you trying to get me to play the thing because yeah. I'll tell you right now I can't do it, but that is a thing that I, I feel confident that I'll get better at. Uh-huh. And maybe instead of like seeing which notes to be fingering, that almost makes it too easy. I like the idea of having to like do what you did where you did the little like kind of saying the notes and mm, I have to try okay. to imitate it. Okay, I like so that. So maybe instead of making it something visual on the flute, maybe it's something that Carl just kind of hears like a faint echo of of something and tries to replicate that Ooh, note with I like the flute. Because that would be far more challenging for him because if you... That's cool. I like that. And so what we'll say how that translates into canon is seeing it helped you hear it. Yeah. Okay, so now, what are we doing? So, okay, now, Carl, I need you... Uh, John needs to decide how Carl reacts to seeing that shape fly out of his sight. No, Carl's still just super happy to think that this wand is actually doing things that he didn't think that it could do. And, you know, working in a different way ever since we gave it to Professor Streep. So seeing, you know, some weird magic shape run away, you know, after doing a spell is like too exciting to pass up so he wants to chase after this thing do you, do you just run off or do you tell them what's going on 
Dolly, Amelia, come on. Did you guys see that uh, thing over there? Let's go. No. Let's go see where it went. What thing? I mean, Amelia's game to go see where it went, but. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. I'll, 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 I'll tell you later. Does Carl not, Carl forgot that he, they can't see it? Yeah, Carl's just thinking that everybody could see that. So she's just going after him and asking him, like, what, 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 what was it? What is it? What are we looking for on the way? Dolly follows. It was like this ghost looking thing. Great, great. Don't worry, it's fine. It it wasn't real ghosts. Don't worry about it. It is Castle that is not a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. Carl, you see it it keeps kind of chasing just out right out of sight. Like you you catch up to you turn the corner, it turns the corner. It, then all of a sudden you come through a staircase and there is the 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 entrance with the marble staircase and the big front doors and you see the other fifth editions gathering at the door and a a large woman who's bent over like all like mm. like all crickety and she's waiting there with a with a, a big old smile on her face uh, and she catches eye contact with with you guys and kind of waves you down do you guys look for that glowing thing or now we have to deal with this lady no, I gotta here in front of us well, I mean, that, it's the class, basically it's the care of magical creatures teacher and she's waving yeah. you down to meet your, your classmates. Harriet looks back and sees you and she's like, hi guys, hi. And then she kind of like realizes she's yelling and gets clams up and then she kind of starts petting her, her owl on her shoulder and kind of goes back to the, kind of falls back into the cloud crowd because she got too much attention on her from yelling. Can we go with this not ghost woman? Can we just, can we go? Oh, uh, she's so I cute. Mean, I want to know more about uh, her. Uh, Carl, I don't I'm, see what okay. what well I don't see where we're supposed to go. I There's just, ghosts all over the place. I'm sure we'll see it again. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> a ghost come out. A ghost at that moment comes through the door, uh, just through the wall, and goes like hello, and just through the floor. <laughs> at oh this God, point, Amelia you. just looks around and is like, "I think you all are screwing with me now." <laughs> and then the ghost pulls back up his head and he goes maybe <laughs> and she laughs a little I was gonna be nice to his friends and agree to just leave it alone well you look around Carl and you can't see uh, I don't know where it went I lost track of it like the spell what you said is a 30 foot range yeah like this is a huge they're at least 100 feet away from you like you are it's a big open area you know what i mean like yeah stories high it's like very high ceilings but this is just right this is what it right before the great hall like that's the really tall building so it's just you, it, you just lost track of it from the edges of your spell okay no problem i was gonna tell carl like maybe like maybe like draw it later so we can keep an eye out for it oh good idea 